Hello and welcome to The Pig and Whistle, Tales from Azeroth. As always here at The Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. This episode will be going over a kind of debate that's uh, gone on in uh, WoW for a very long time, and that is kind of, is PvP better than PvE or vice versa? Now, this is obviously going to be a somewhat biased view um, from me. I'll try and be as unbiased as I can. Um, this isn't to start anything, it is more just to have the discussion and to see each of the benefits of PvP and PvE and what are kind of the negatives of it. Now, we will obviously start off with the weekly news. The Srikron and the Zakali Elders are your world bosses for the week. They are located in the Waking Shore and Zaralak Caverns. Hallow's End and Mr. Pandaria Time Walking are your uh, bonus events. Hallow's End being until, I'm pretty sure, the 31st of October. This is an event where you can kill the Headless Horseman and essentially get his mount. Um, it's it's a really cool little uh, boss to do, and Hallow's End is one of my favourites. As uh, well as you can go to any of your like secondary towns, so Goldshire and Razor Hill, I believe. Um, Brill is in there as well. You have... Uh, I, I forget, Azimist? I, I forget the name of the Janai one. But you have Karanos for the Dwarves and the Gnomes. Um, you have uh, Dolinar for Night Elves. Each of them will have an event dealing with the Horsemen, and you have to put out some flames, and you get some certain um, rewards for doing so. Yeah. Uh, South Shore and Terra Mill are your... Uh, is your bonus... Uh, what is it? No, Brawl for the week. Sorry about that. It's your brawl. Uh, it is a 40 versus 40. If you have a potato PC, I do not recommend trying this, sadly. Um, it will probably blow up your household if uh, you, you try and play this one on a potato PC. Afflicted, Raging and Fortified are your mythic fixes. Mythic affixes. My My brain is just not working. Afflicted, there'll be souls that you have to help and assist and you get certain buffs for doing so. Raging, when the bo- when the mobs reach 30% or lower, they gain a 100% damage increase. So just, just simply kite or soothe or anything like that, kill them quickly. And fortified, non-boss enemies have more health and damage, so bring a talent build that can accommodate for that. Now, let's move on to the main sort of part of the episode. And is PvP better than PvE? Now... To really dissect this, you've got to think in what ways would it be better? In what ways can it be better? In what ways, like, can we even compare it? So it's two completely different play styles in World of Warcraft, two completely different play styles. Now, the benefits of having both is that most talents that are in the current talent, like, pool of the game can get utilised. Like Starfall for PvP isn't used, but it is in PvE. It's pretty much guaranteed in PvE and never taken in PvP. Now, there are some that cross over, such as uh, um, Incarn probably is taken by both. You never take Convoke for a Boomkin. Um, Stuff like that. But essentially, you're looking at utilising all of the different talents that the classes has, which is a very good thing for the game. It is a healthy thing for the game, uh, more so than anything. PvP, though, you're you're looking at gearing, you're looking at the level 
of play. You're looking at the high-end level of play. And you're looking at uh, how easy it is for casual players. Now, if you're looking at... uh, We'll start with gearing, because gearing is where you always start off when you get a new max-level character. Gearing-wise, in Dragonflight, for PvP, I would say it's actually a lot easier to gear for PvP than it is for PvE nowadays. In... uh, uh, previous expansions, Shadowlands, Battle for Azeroth, etc. I would say that PvE has had the easier time gearing um, due to endgame and how the systems worked. So this current system in Dragonflight is obviously you get your honor, you buy your gear, and it scales to a certain PvP item level. Outside of the arena or battleground, it is a lower item level, but... If you're using this for the purpose of PvP, it will scale to a high item level, which is really good. For PvE, you're very much constantly building up your gear. So you're going to be switching it out very constantly. Um, Compared to PvP, you kind of have two sets of gear. You have your honor set and your conquest set. You switch out once and that's kind of it. You you won't switch out again. Whereas PvP or PvE, you're going to be hopping into a... Normal mythic dungeon, we'll say normal mythic dungeon, and get a, I really don't know the item level, a 430 item level piece, we'll say. Now, when you go up to mythic level 5, that piece of gear would have gone up by 10 item level, so now it's 450 item level. When you get to mythic 10, it goes up by another 10, so it's 460 I'm pretty sure these are inflated numbers that I'm going for, but you get the you get the idea of it. Now, I say that PvP is easier to gear for at the moment is because you only have that two sets. You get honor by your honor set, you get conquest by your conquest set. That's it, nice and that's GG's. You're set for the entire season of um, PvP. Whereas the season for PvE, you're constantly looking to push a higher mythic key in order to get higher and higher pieces of gear. And this is the same for raiding. Like, yes, you can do heroic raiding and get some very good pieces, but you always have that mythic like progression and that mythic um, gear set that you can aspire to obtain. And uh, there's just so many more options, essentially, for PVEers in terms of gearing. You can go for an all-haste like set if you want. You can go for an all-mastery, all-crit. You can play it however you like. And in terms of trinkets, you've got a lot more flexibility. In PvP, you pretty much have to have a medallion and either a... uh, It's one of three choices, really. It's a Battlemaster's trinket, which gives you health on use. It's a on-use trinket that you can use while you're bursting, like with cooldowns. Or you can use a proc trinket that gives you a lot of haste. Now... You can't really switch these out a lot. You basically only have one trinket slot in PvP because you need that uh, Gladiator's Medallion to get you out of uh, crowd control. Now, PvE is very different. You can mix and match. You can, like, mess around with as many trinkets as you want. You probably have, like, six, seven, eight trinkets in your bags just for certain, like, bosses or something, potentially. Like, you can really mix it up in that, like, regard which is really, really good. And I think that is a very healthy way of doing it if you really want to mid-max stuff. Looking into raiding, you can also do the exact same. You you don't really have to do much um, 
in terms or you do have to do it a lot sorry but in terms of like gear wise you you have to go through the mythic stages like mythic plus stages to get more and more gear so that you're ready for mythic um raiding and then like a mythic trinket drops and you're like okay it's a point two five percent damage increase i'll go with that you really have to play test with the numbers and such um now obviously there's going to be guides out there to say this is your best trinket this is like the pretty much best for all situations but if you want to be super extra you would use this instead you know you've got all them different types of things that you can like look into but it's it's very let's take a quick break Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now there there is a lot to pve gearing that a lot of people don't understand and i respect the people who really go for it because it is making their character the best that it can be and you've got RNG to deal with because if you do a dungeon 50 times and you want a certain trinket, it might not drop. That's The odds of it are astronomical, but there is the chance that it just wouldn't drop like the trinket. I've like in If you look at Ra- Wrath at Raiding, you want a certain item from a certain boss, like the chances are that you might not get it. Like Each and every week, it just might not drop. It might be impossible to drop. And that's one of them things. Like you've got to roll the dice on it. Whereas for PvP right now, if you do your uh, arenas, you do your battlegrounds, you get your currency and you have a guaranteed chance to drop it. So I think for PvE, if there's a chance that they could do that, then I think by all means add a vendor for it. Because uh, now you can obviously spam this stuff a shit ton. But if you get really unlucky with RNG, you can choose to use this currency to buy um, the certain trinket that you want. And I think that that's really good. I think, I don't know, it, it's really tough because you don't want to take away the grind that people want to do. I, I get that some people want to just grind out like their items and feel a sense of accomplishment for doing so, which is fair enough. But I, I would definitely say PvP is better in regards to gearing at the moment than PvE. Um, but yeah, previous expansions, it was so bad, PvP. It was so bad. So, for example, Shadowlands, um, the way that you upgraded PvP gear is the, the current iteration, you buy a piece, and it says at the bottom it will be upgraded to 450 in PvP content. Now, in Shadowlands, you bought a piece that's 400 item level. I know it wasn't that item level, but we'll say it was 400. And every time you hit a certain ranking in your like in a pvp season you could upgrade it so when you get combatant one you could upgrade it and this would cost you about 600 honor um to upgrade at one rank and uh, this upgrade would take up three item levels now bear in mind the highest uh, like item level that you get for this was probably 
30 extra item levels, which is a massive disadvantage if someone's got like 400 item level piece and someone's got 430 item level piece. It's it's a big difference to overcome and a massive disadvantage. So you had to get to a certain ranking and spend some honor to upgrade this piece. Now, the thing with this is you had to upgrade every single piece. So if you upgrade at six, like if you upgrade it once for 600 and you need to upgrade it, I think it was nine times or something. It, it was something like that. You'd be looking at 5,400 honor per piece. Now, these uh, pieces uh, uh, change depending on, or the prices change depending on the piece of gear. So I think 600 was some of the lower item level or the lower pieces. Um, if you look at legs, it was probably 900 and upgrade. If you look at weapon, it was like 1,500 and upgrade. So overall you have something like 12 item slots i can't really remember off the top of my head um let me, let me do a quick countdown you have a helm neck shoulders back piece chest piece wrist hands waist legs feet two rings uh and two trinkets 14 pieces of gear that you need to upgrade so you'd have on the low end one or 5,600 honor times 14. I'm not going to do the math. It's a lot. That's that's all I know. Okay. Now, uh, that's going to be around the 60,000 amount of honor, something like that. To upgrade a character fully with conquest gear to a like max item level. Now, you think that's a really good grind. No, it's shit. Because you're at a disadvantage just going into arenas, and the arenas are what you need to upgrade your like piece of gear. So if you come across certain people who have like a lot higher item level, you're already at a disadvantage. It's not good. It doesn't feel good at all. Um, now the gearing system in Shadowlands was awful because uh, again you had to do multiple different pieces. You had to go in there either bare naked with no PvP gear, or you had to first grind out all of the honor to upgrade your honor gear so that you're on like a decent like item level. But again, it wasn't enough to compete. So you've spent probably around a hundred thousand honor to fully upgrade a character. And the kicker about this is you couldn't send honor over. You had a cap of 15,000 honor on your characters so it was just impossible to actually do anything, which is really shit. <laughs> so yeah, PvE in the past has had it easier than PvP, but I'm glad that they fixed it for this expansion is uh, the best way to put it. In terms of the high-end play, I do have to give my respects to PvE. Um, PvE, in my regard, is more technically in terms of like... um positioning and there's a lot more thought process behind it um there's a lot more pre-planning because you get the chance to pre-plan with ptr patches now etc etc but the real thing that i love about pve players is their dedication because in mythics like if you look at race to world first um i'm going to go back to shadowlands the Race to World first for Sepulchre of the First Ones, there was a boss. It was about the fourth or fifth boss in the instance that was a roadblock for pretty much every single World First guild. 
Now, this isn't new. There's usually a roadblock um, boss in Race to World Firsts, but this boss took 800-odd attempts to kill. Imagine pulling the same boss 800 times and wiping to it 799-odd times. How crazy is that? Like, that is really fucking determined. That is determination. And the thing is about this is the raid was released around, like, late December time. So it was around, like, 10th of December. The Race to World First was going to be, like, towards Christmas Day. Some guilds actually pulled out of the Race to World First because they wanted people to enjoy their Christmas the fun thing about that is I think uh, a guild finished the raid on that day or the day after. So, you know. Um, but yeah, their determination, some of these guilds are so admirable. Admirable. Oh my God, that sounds like a word that I can't say, um, like in a quick way. But yeah, it, I, I really do respect the determination that the PvE player and the community have. PvP-wise... It's all about fast thinking. Now, it's about fast thinking in um, PvE as well, but not to this extent. You want to see who's not on CC duration or DR. You want to see how you can get a kill. You want to see if you're about to be killed. You know, you can determine a lot of things in split seconds, and it needs to be done um, at the higher end. I think, in my honest opinion, PvP players have a better chance at going into PvE content than PvE players have a chance at going into PvP content. Now, don't get me wrong, these PvE players are still going to be very good in PvP content, but you have a lot more to do so in terms of uh, crowd control duration, uh, crowd control, like diminishing returns. You have to manage a lot more things such as kicks, etc., because uh, the bosses in fights don't necessarily do all of this. It's always on a set sort of rotation. And uh, on this rotation, you can make weak horrors to just tell you to move out of the way, etc. Um, you can do so in PvP, but you, you want as much but as minimal as you can in PvP, in my honest opinion. Because too much will really hinder how you can play. So I think that... Um, yeah, I, I think PvE players will have a better chance at sticking to PvE and PvP players will obviously have the better chance at going to PvP or PvE, sorry, um, compared to vice versa. I, I just think that that's always going to be the case because PvP players can take into account um, everything that they have learned and uh, still do the same sort of like jobs as PvE players do. But PvE players aren't necessarily as well rehearsed in PvP, in my honest opinion. It's not skills uh, that you can transfer across, whereas PvP you can. Because it is simply just learning about the boss and the mechanics then. Um, compared to PvE, you need to be looking at diminishing returns. You need to be looking at the kill potential. You need to be looking at your healers in CC or not. You need to be looking to peel for your teammate if they're getting trained down. You know, multiple different things and factors come into play. Now, to end it, I, I would... Uh, these are two very small points. Very, very small points. And I'm probably biased. But I would definitely say PvP is better than PvE. Now, given these two points. Um, purely because gearing-wise, it's a lot easier at the moment. And because the, the lessons that you learn in PvP 
can be transferred over to PvE. As from a new player perspective, though, if you were to get into both, if you were to get into both of them, you've just hit max level. What is it? Level 70? Yes. Level 70. Yes. You both just got to max level. Now, what you do is that you look up, what do I do at max level? Now, many different things will say, oh, you can do pet battles. You can do some transmog farming. But at the top of the list, it will always say PvP or PvE. Now, when people get into it, people will want to do... They'll be more drawn to PvE because it's a lot more friendly. It's a lot more newbie friendly. I say newbie. Um, it's a lot more new player friendly um, is the best way to put it, actually. Now, this is because uh, they might not feel comfortable going against players because players have a lot more experience at this time uh, in the game's history. You have people who have been playing for 19, nearly 20 years now. And, uh, you know, going against someone who's got that sort of experience when you've only been playing for about a year and a half, you, you don't feel like you're on even playing like playing fields. Um, PvE-wise, though, you think, okay, four other players, and we're just hitting some NPCs, some mobs. I've I've done that while leveling. I can do that in a dungeon, and I can get some gear while like learning. Now, I definitely think PvE is a lot more new player friendly, because new player friendly, you want to be hitting NPCs that have set like rotations of spells, and you can figure out what to do, and it doesn't take nearly as long. Whereas PvP, you're having to figure out what each class does. So if you've only ever played a hunter, you know that you have a feign death. But did you know that in PvP that feign death becomes a damage reduction and a dispel? No, you might not because it's a PvP talent. You might never have leveled with PvP talents at all. So you didn't know that about your own class. So you're not going to understand about what rogues can do. Rogues can vanish. They can cheap shot. They can blind. They can sprint. They can gouge they can do many different forms of cc and you're just sat there like what what do i do how do i combat this what the hell is a sap like what what is this do i trinket this sap what's a trinket do i need to like what why do i need to trap this person is it better to trap dps or is it better to trap healers like when do i do damage how do i do damage like when i'm getting chased by two other dps that are just zugging me because it's a ret warrior you know there's many different things to take into account and there's many different situations compared to PvE that is very much, this mob has two abilities. It has a tornado and it has a pushback. Dodge the pushback, dodge the tornado. Easy. You can see when they're being cast. It's a 1.5 second cast. Okay, that's that mob. Cool. Now what's this next pack of like mobs? What do they do? Oh, these have a detonate. So you have to kill them before they just detonate and explode. Okay, that's easy enough. You have so many more different potential things that can come up in PvP. So new player-friendly, PvE is definitely the way to go, like by far. It, it's without a doubt the easiest route to go down. But PvP, I still do find more enjoyable. And I think some people would, some newer players would, because they just don't like the PvE aspect. They enjoy going against other players. And I think that's more than fine, to be honest. Um, it is a lot more of a slug fest, I would say. You really have to drug, no, you have to drag yourself through the trenches for that one. Uh, in my honest opinion, to get to a decent enough level and enjoy yourself while doing so. 
But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening, as always. Do check out all of the socials down below. We have Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, constant stuff happening on all of these platforms. Thank you all very much once again. And go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all. Goodbye.